This is Off the Break Podcast, presented by Silver Screen Insider. And welcome to Off the Break Podcast, your podcast dedicated to current movie theater news, operations, and insights from the people that book the movies. I'm Cody, and with me are Kyle and Ken. Hey, welcome back. Hey, guys. How's it going? <laughs> it's going all right. I'm pepped up this morning. She's alive. She's alive. I'm alive. I'm doing better. I'm back in the office just today for this podcast. <laughs> Her hair stayed at home. My hair stayed at home this morning. That's okay. It's it's gotten really used to working from home. Right. And it just feels weird being back in the office. It does a little bit, but it's okay. I like it. <laughs> it it's it's nice. It's nice with its walls it's nice to see and your doors. Face, Kyle. And, oh, thank you. <laughs> that's really what I was. Nice when at. It, with its walls and doors. There's not yeah. a bed eight feet away, so that's no. that's weird. It is weird, and I don't have the refrigerator right there either. <laughs> you don't have your own private executive bathroom. No. Nope. <laughs> no. Nope. Got to go to the shared lobby bathroom here. <laughs> right. <laughs> That sounds like the saddest bathroom. <laughs> I know. Only like Short three like... people use it, but it sounds, sounds so sad. Shared lobby bathroom, amusement park bathroom, and then um, sporting event bathroom. Oh, what about public <laughs> gas station tier. bathroom? Yeah, you've, I've been surprised before. Some of them can How be about... shiny clean. Yeah. That's true. Some of them can be really scary. Very scary. <laughs> that is also true. You have never had to use the trough before. No, I don't. Never. <laughs> so, Can't say I've ever troughed it. Yeah. So that I think that wins number one. Is that like... Baseball stadium bathroom. I was going to say sports yeah. stadium yeah. trough. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> is that really that scary? It's not scary. Not scary. It's, it's just gross. Just, it's just very exposed. It's... And you bond. Do you? When you okay. don't want to bond. Because I've never troughed before. Do you trough all on one side or do you trough both sides? No, you don't do both sides. Like, can you, you look a gentleman in the sides. eyes? Would be, no. Friendly fire? No, yeah. thanks. <laughs> I don't know. So we have any release changes this week? Nope. Um, nope. Okay. Um... um but we do, do we have a, but we have new movies. There's, yeah. We have a variety of movies coming out this oh, weekend. Thank God. If that's worth it. We do. Good this job, we, Kyle. <laughs> this weekend is, is... Friday the 13th. Free Guy, mostly. Yeah. And um, Don't Breathe 2. Mm-hmm. Sony, proper placement yeah. for a horror movie, Friday the 13th? I know. You sure they don't want to release it on like Wednesday this week, just <laughs> <Yeah>. to be safe? <laughs> just to be safe. No, that's pretty good. And then next week, we've got so many movies. We've got Reminiscence from... Warner, uh, Bros. Warner Brothers, and yep. then we've got Night House from Searchlight, and um, the Protege. Yeah, the, the Protege. Protege from Lionsgate. Depends on what language and, you speak. And the best one of all, Paw Patrol from Paramount. The first G-rated movie in what feels like eons. Yes, yes. <laughs> Since Toy Story Four, I love saying that <laughs> because it. What a fun fact! I feel like yeah. I'm going through space and time to get back to Toy Story Four. <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird. Um. So it's a, I think it'll be really good. Um, we had some family friends whose daughter has never gone to a movie, and this is the first movie she's ever brought up. Like she's been actually aware of it. Sure. So it definitely is for little little kids, though. I mean, it is yeah. four, five year olds, six year olds. That's the sweet spot age group. But I think and then for the parents that don't want to disappoint their five and six year olds, yeah, <laughs> yeah. the sweet spot age group. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> um, how they get you. Are you prepared for extra cleaning time between shows? Oh, so much extra cleaning time. The only um, issue I'm having with it is, is that a lot of places, the kids are going back to school. 
if it had just been a week or two before, um, I think we would have had just more kids. Have you could have had a better, a longer yeah, run sure. too. Yeah, but going the, now into um, Labor Day weekend, we're we're just hitting the end of summer, and a lot yeah. of kids are heading back already. Yeah, and this is day and date on Paramount Plus. Yeah, for sadly, is it no charge? Uh, I no think charge. so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what that does, but I think mm-hmm. the excitement of getting a kid out to the movies will hopefully override Delta concerns and you right. Know, somebody, a child making a mess at someone else's house is so much better than them making oh. a mess at your house. <laughs> yes, there's something so sweet about that where Walking you're just away. like, "Here, have my child and go crazy." <laughs> and then, and then, oh, I'm sorry, we must go. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, we got to go. It's over. There's a small fire in the back. Yeah. Nothing to worry about. <laughs> <sighs> so with all those movies coming up, what do your booking strategies look like? Yeah, it, it it's kind of tough because we have, you know, Free Guy and Don't Breathe 2 opening this week. So you need to make sure that those screens are held over. Um, I Because everything is so front loaded, I am giving quite a bit of extra screen time to Free Guy because I think that'll be pretty good this week. We forgot about Respect, too. Oh, and Respect, yeah. Because that's going to be... forgot about Respect. Yeah. All the reviews coming in are amazing on it. Oh, good. They actually got a singer to play Aretha Franklin. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, a real singer. A real singer, like a very impressive singer. Who might be the equal of Aretha Franklin, so it helps. Not (laughs) not saying Aretha Franklin was an uggo, but Jennifer Hudson looks beautiful in all of these trailers. She did bring a sense of glamour to this movie that (laughs) I think was lacking before. Yeah, so I think that's going to be a little bit of a surprise this weekend. Yeah, hopefully. So all those have to hold over. So that's like three screens, mm-hmm. just d- at minimum done right there. And then you are bringing in four new films. So something obviously in a six and below is not going to get in. And, and something will get left out. Yeah. And if Jungle Cruise holds on, then, oh, you know, yeah, we a still have Jungle might Cruise. Be left out. A Suicide Squad will probably still need a third week. Depending on the market, we've seen very Ooh. soft grosses a lot Suicide, of places. Yeah, we need to talk about that. Suicide was very disappointing. And we'll get into reasons why in our review, but. The Weasel! <laughs> but um, it was overall more disappointing than I thought. In fact, in some of our areas, Same. it didn't even <laughs> do $100 its opening weekend. I mean, I haven't seen something like that since. We were knee deep in the pandemic. I mm. mean, it just, they were so bad that I don't even know if I played classic titles that did that bad. These were like Keanu Reeves replicant grosses. <laughs> they were so they Look bad. up that movie if you don't yeah. remember it. <laughs> yeah. You won't remember it. Yeah. The only reason I do is because that was like the first weekend I came in on a Monday and I was like, what happened? Yeah. <laughs> no. It, the, so in some of our locations, the grosses were so bad that I was just shocked. I, w- I was like, what happened here? Like, it, was, was there a terrorist attack? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I have some theories. An attack of any kind? Yeah. I have some theories, but it was just, it was so disappointing. And, you know, hindsight is always best. And you're like, gosh, if I would have known, I never would have wasted my time because I was came off Jung- great Jungle Cruise. I mean, just Ooh. really great Jungle Cruise yeah. um, to bring in Free Guy this week. If I had just not even messed with Suicide Squad, I would have had my screen, that other screen available. Mostly affected twins. Twins were where we saw this become a huge issue this yeah. week. Um, where Suicide Squad just so underperformed, it was laughable. And then we had to, cu- we had to keep it. And then 
come off Jungle Cruise doing sometimes three or four times more gross so we could bring in Free Guy this week. So it was a nightmare on Monday. It was it was rough. And I also need to quickly apologize to all the listeners out there. I was very in, much in the camp of thinking that this was going to be a slam dunk win. <laughs> what was, and what was boy, the number, was I wrong. What was the number you said, Kyle? I, it might have been around since 60 million. <laughs> <laughs> I had a client who listens to the podcast email me. He's like, who is this guy? Kyle is out of his mind is what he wrote on the email. (laughs) If he thinks it's going to do $60 million. I know. I, my, my chosen path was to ridicule him at first. And then I backed his position to have him elevate the gross. Like a hundred is better. (laughs) 400 is better. (laughs) I was like, what? He went for it. But I like the hot take, though. I mean, if we didn't bring it up, he would have looked like a genius. It just would have moved on. And but, boy, I wish I did that. Cody, Cody was getting <laughs> random emails. Yeah. Hey, so but, we're getting, like, but we're getting people talking about it. And yeah. that's what's important. That's well, how you make content. Well, I think what it's... Keeping the conversation alive. I think what it speaks to is that we did have higher expectations for this film. I mean, it's, I didn't have yeah. $60 million expectations, but I saw I thought a solid 30 to 40. Like, it should have performed more. Yeah. And then after seeing it... I, I realize why it didn't. You I can, mean, it just... You can rewind the tape. I think I said 25. Nailed it. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm very curious about what you thought because yeah. I, I, I'm thinking I have a different perspective on this movie then. Okay. So, oh, okay. So we'll get into Suicide Squad reviews and we're going to talk about that. And then I want to backtrack a little and talk about Jungle Cruise because I wasn't a part of that last week. So we'll get, we'll all, you can my start, take on you can start wherever you want. Yeah. But let's start with, with suicide squad. I was, this was one of the few films this year that I was really excited for. Mm-hmm. I had maybe pumped up my expectations more because of James Gunn coming in. It was going to be a solid R. I was like, Ooh, and, James Gunn getting to do an R. This is going to be awesome. And, and Warner brothers gives people a lot of creative freedom. Well, they hadn't before they were, Warner's executives had for a time during the first Suicide Squad and the Batmans and and the Justice League, they were tweaking, nitpicking. No, I I put them to the vest. Yeah, Yeah, I put them in the category, though, of like they let what movie am I thinking of? Are you thinking of like Nolan or? Yes, Christopher well, Nolan. Yeah. yeah, I know, but he James Gunn fits in that category. Yeah, he's a top ten. Well, I think what director, they realized so was yeah. that they, they were give him freedom. They were it wasn't working their input, so they backed off big time on this one. Well, Disney also gave a lot of input, and that was the reason why he left. <laughs> no, he left because he got fired from Disney. I know well, there was a the thing, but they were they fired him, and then they realized that this was a huge mistake. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, they, no, they yeah. fired him and then they realized, oh, he's actually hireable and nobody cares about his old tweets. And it was just all cancel culture BS. Which yeah. is, which I'd like to point out is very funny because when this movie was being released, I never once saw this being mentioned again. No, not at all. You didn't real you forgot why he actually was on this movie. Yeah. I bet, I bet most people don't even remember about that. But anyway, let's continue. Okay. Let's so. keep bringing up stuff that makes you look bad, Kyle. Yeah. <laughs> Time so for Kyle to be he, canceled. He's burning this industry <laughs> to the ground. So, he, so I had some kind of higher expectations. And then it Same. had Idris Elba. And I was like, oh, this is a good like stand-in for Will Smith and stuff. And and I liked the characters that... I should preface this. I liked the characters that survived from the first one. 
I like Captain Boomerang and Rick Flagg and Harley Quinn. I, I liked all of those characters. Yeah. And so um, <laughs> I, w- I knew there would be n- new ones. And I knew that because you, when you saw the character posters and you saw how many new ones were coming in, you're like, a lot of these guys are going to die. Like It's in the name. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, okay, they're going to kill off some characters. I didn't realize in the first 20 minutes they killed off all my a lot of my favorite characters like they introduce a guy one of them (laughs) well one of them but they introduce a guy that you're like okay are we following this guy and then we just follow him to his death like it was it just got so gratuitous the killing in the that first part that it just wasn't it wasn't funny to me it just was Hmm. really off-putting i was like okay this is fun and then them kept killing captain (laughs) boomerang right away was so lame like that just set the Spoilers, tone by the way set the tone <laughs> for the whole movie Cody just being care. completely no, disappointing for me i just was hmm. from that point on i was like i don't think i like this and then but i gave it a second chance i was like okay well there's new characters and the shark guy is supposed to be really funny i didn't know that all of his funny lines were were in the trailer again so they used up i thought he was going to be more fun than he was um, and then they kill all the rebels in the village. And that to me wasn't funny. I, I <laughs> that, feel that, like that was kind of funny. <laughs> I just was like, this is well, well not so all of them, but like, no, but it was, yeah, <laughs> that, that whole scene, like no one outside of like the first person is holding a weapon. There's somebody like washing dishes <laughs> and yeah. jumped right off and it's like, um, did you not hear the footsteps or the gunshots? Yeah. yeah. The one guy's in the bathtub yeah. and he gets electrocuted yeah. and I'm like, mm, this isn't uh, watching this whole thing going yeah this uh, seems like they're in the wrong place yeah <laughs> like it was it was too over the top sure yeah and so and then then we get to the starfish bag like creature and i'm like well that's kind of interesting how they like little starfishes suck your face and stuff so the 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 bad creature wasn't disappointing that thing was actually kind of scary and it was too cute it, it was too cutesy though <laughs> But it wasn't. It wasn't terrible. It was too cute. Um, but then killing Rick Flag and all of that, I was just like, I'm over this movie. Like it's <laughs> just, it did absolutely nothing for me. It was so completely disappointing that mm. I'm thankful I watched it on HBO Max, so I didn't waste any money at the movie theater. Wow. At, at a Regal, you need to specify. <laughs> yeah, at a Regal. <laughs> okay. At, <laughs> to be honest, with, I would have come out from that movie upset that I had wasted money. It was that bad sure. in my book. Kyle, how did you feel about it? Well, I didn't feel yeah. like I wasted my money. Uh, <laughs> I really enjoyed this movie because it it stuck to what James Gunn is really good at at making ridiculous characters grounded and believable, and you like would buy into you know themselves as people. While James Gunn is still able to make like the world and make the scenario still ridiculous and crazy, but yet you still buy into it somehow because it's entertaining. And I think he also was able to you know have the same type of comedy that he was able to use with like guardians of the galaxy but he was able to be a bit more unhinged and make him more r-rated and that's the same with like the action and the gore too it remind me of uh, to a degree remind me of like past movies movies that he's done to where it really shows off like gore and stuff of that nature so your complaints i didn't have a problem with like i like that mm-hmm. you know there was some unexpected killings i like that there was so much action to it that was fun and creative and gory and 
was able to make me laugh too so I, I just came away you know being able to laugh and smile from beginning to end and i don't know it was it was the right cup of tea and the right type of shakeup that i wanted from mm. james gunn see i wonder if it's a male female thing like it just so they did post track uh, exit scores and the it got the highest marks with teenage boys <laughs> Kyle, you, I think you're you closer to, say, to teenage boys than I am at this point. Well, yeah. And <laughs> and so I I just feel like that's the target demographic, but it was rated R yeah. and they couldn't go to the theater. So of course they all stayed home and watched HBO Max and they were the sure. ones that were going to enjoy it the most. It got the worst scores from those over 35. Hmm. Interesting. I am much closer to that age group. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's why I didn't enjoy it. I just didn't. I thought Oops, I thought he would be more clever. I just fi- found that he wasn't funny in an R rating. Hmm. I wonder if his, for me, his sweet funny spot is PG thirteen. Like pushing when up they against tone the line. when they tone him down a little bit, then I think he's better. It's like Melissa McCarthy. You know, you let when she's directed by her husband, she's not funny at all. But right. she gets somebody good, and they tone her down a bit, and then she's hilarious. Like yeah, yeah. I wonder if he was the. To me, he was just the same way because this must might have been my first experience with rated R James Gunn. I wondered about that too. If yeah. it's a difference between the Guardians of the Galaxy James Gunn crowd not right. expecting this out of him, or if it's yeah, I, I, I wonder if it is that, or if it's like the audiences such as me that has seen both PG thirteen and R rated James yeah. Gunn to where you weren't surprised by the outcome. I was open though. I knew it was going to be different than guardians and I was sure. open to that difference. I wanted a different, oh, yeah. yeah. I just didn't deliver for me mm-hmm. what it could have been. I enjoyed mortal Kombat so much more than I enjoyed this. Like that's where I d- differ. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's a different, a way different taste. You know what my really hot take was though? Thursday night I'm at home cause I couldn't go to the theater anyway. So I'm watching this film. I'm so super disappointed. And I was like, Screw it. I'll admit, I just liked the first Suicide Squad more. I, I think you already it. admitted that anyway. I liked That's it. not a hot take. I like it. <laughs> the first Suicide Squad, I will watch it multiple times. Well, I think Kyle and I can agree that because it made more money and was theatrical only, we like the first Suicide Squad better too. Yeah. Yes. Do it, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> Come to the dark side. Uh, I don't like theater, this. Theater side only. <laughs> That's the only reason. Yeah. It was not better. Okay, what about Jungle Cruise? Okay, Jungle Cruise. So I wasn't here last week, so I couldn't talk about that. This is one I also had to watch at home because I couldn't go to the theater. um, To the Regal Theater. To the Regal Theater to see this awful Regal Theater. So I watched it at home. It was my first time watching a Disney Plus thing at home. I'll just say that the user um, interface for trying to get the paid Disney Plus stuff is a little bit tricky and I hope it screws up a bunch of people because it was not super user-friendly. I had to like order it on one place and then enter a code and it was, Oh, they do it that way. Yeah. It was a mess. And that's always annoying. And, um, so I was okay with, with it, how sloppy that was. Um, the process there. Yeah. (laughs) But I thought the movie was overall pretty cute. Um, definitely like what I expected from a Disney film. The action was fun. Um, I, to be honest with you, didn't like the rock and Emily Blunt having a love relationship. I didn't feel like that was needed at all. They, oh, they were, um, they were playing like the, oh, what am I trying to think of? Like the romancing the stone type yeah, couple with, where 
they can't stand each other, but yeah. yet they, and then they can't fall. be without each other, yeah. that type of thing. Okay, and I didn't know didn't, that. Yeah. And to me, there was not sexual chemistry there. There was a friendship. Is there a, sexual anything in a Disney movie? No. <laughs> well, you can tell when there's like chemistry between the leads. Like right. that's believable. I, I believe they would do it in real life. I don't believe that they would do it. Those two just did because not. Because they're in happy, committed relationships. No. No, they just... Anyway. <laughs> didn't feel like that was a, sure, sure, a thing. Sure. But I felt like they had this really good, like, um, best friend, companion, you know, um, chemistry. And I just wish they would have left it at that. You don't have to yeah. fall. Just because you're a man in the jungle and a woman in the jungle, you don't have to fall in love. Like, you can be friends. It's hard and... to be sexual in the jungle. Let's be real. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, last one. <laughs> Skeeters. <laughs> I was thinking swamp butt. <laughs> but <laughs> what is this show? <laughs> so no. I didn't like I didn't like that. I was just like they don't they don't need to fall in love. Sure. She yeah. doesn't they don't need to kiss at the end. It just, okay, but there was good yeah, stuff, right? Yeah. Okay. The rest was good. The brother to me, hands down, was my favorite character. Yeah, he's a really funny uh, comedian. A comedian, yeah. so good. Like, his character to me was the best character. Jack I, Whitehall, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I enjoyed that that guy the most out of everything. Oh, and Jesse Plemons was really good as of course as the bad guy. But he was like... <laughs> she's she's shocked. <laughs> he's really good. I've never at, heard of this guy, but he's uh, great. He's amazing. I Meanwhile, know, we... I'll, Although when I was watching it, I was like... I. Kyle is probably just loving this guy right now. <laughs> That's all I could think of. Is that what you love, Jesse Plemons? And I'm like, he's a he's, great actor. He's nailing it as the bad guy in this. Um, but he's really captivating, and his like crazy German accent was yeah. so funny. I just couldn't help but be like, speak more, speak mm-hmm. more. Such a caricature. Yeah, but he is playing the German bad guy in the 30s. Like, yeah, just, exactly. Just, like, they're like, yeah. You're you're doing okay, but crank it up to twelve. Right, <laughs> like eleven's not loud enough for us. Right. <laughs> would would it be fair to compare this to it being a toned down uh, the Mummy, Brendan Fraser's yeah. The Mummy? Because I I hear that more and more. Like, oh, it's just like Pirates of the Caribbean. Like that's it's the not, big comparison. And I'm like, like uh, I and at first like I probably thought that too because like oh it's Disney, it's a family adventure and movie it's in the from a ride and. Yeah, but the more I thought about it, I was like, well, honestly, the best comp might be a Disney-fied version of The Mummy. It is. Yeah. Yeah. The Mummy was sure. funny, and this is trying to be funny, too. And, yeah. yeah. And the characters are imperfect, which is good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're not um, not that Indiana Jones was, was perfect, but everything always works out. And, you know, none of the characters were that. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, which, which I think makes it all the more better. Like, it's kind of annoying, at least to me, when... You know, especially with characters like The Rock, they're like so perfect and so impervious. Yeah. That it just gets, I mean, it can still be fun, but it's just like, yeah, but I'm having fun, but why do I want to root for this character anyway? Yeah. Because I would be messing up here. My and, only my only criticism was they didn't have to end up lovers at the end. They yeah. could have just been friends. But yeah, otherwise, I liked, it. The, the I other, liked it all. The other one that gets walked past, Paul Giamatti is in this. Yeah. Was he? That's an awesome surprise. Yeah, he's I, the he's the boat um, the, the boat owner. Owner. Like the Oh, I did not know the that. Dock he's got, owner he's that got is a trying gold to go tooth after and this boat. crazy South American accent yeah. and a tan. It looks he's wild. He's like Italian. Oh, right. I think he's Italian boat yeah. guy. Yeah, but this is the second. With the parrot that's like, Franco's money. I guess that <laughs> does sound like a role for Giamatti. I mean, Giamatti is 
you know, obviously well known for his wide range and yeah. he always has like the best roles that he mm-hmm. does so well in. And then every once in a while he does a Jungle Cruise or an yeah. Amazing Spider-Man oh, no. 2 or, gets, you gets, know, where it's just like, why are you here? There's, there's a divorce or a kid's going to college. Yeah. So <laughs> there's, a, there's a paycheck involved. But I actually was going through his category and this is the second movie he's been in with Dwayne Johnson. He was in San Andreas as the uh, oh <laughs> geologist or whatever the... Earthquake expert. Earthquake expert. There we go. Okay. So I was like, oh my God, this might be a thing now. Yeah. (laughs) So now I'm like. (laughs) He's getting his best friends and one of them happens to be Giamatti. (laughs) That's amazing. I'm I'm like super pumped for the next one they do together. (laughs) Yeah. It's going to be the sequel to Hobbs and Shaw. and (laughs) Paul Giamatti is the the bad guy with the the (laughs) Christopher Waltz. Yeah. Bad guy. (laughs) Let's make that happen, Rock. Come on. Uh, So. You're not. You weren't high on this. I think it was. A, it was okay. It was a decent adventure for mm-hmm. for kids for young teens. Yeah, they could um, probably. Grow I would up with say this. older kids. Yeah. Um, our younger kids watched it and had no interest in it. Just didn't do anything for them. So gotcha. It is definitely, it definitely for older people. But. Do, do they also have a? Do they also enjoy like? cartoon movies more than um yes like live action ones right yeah. now because usually in that younger part i think in that younger age like they would rather be in like you know the well, make-believe it, lands outside over, like, goonies it doesn't not help. really like but loved. goonies is amazing yeah. so that's yeah. fair but it doesn't help that they're walking into like this golden age of computer animation where it's like oh. frozen 2 and yeah. raya and Mitchell's versus the machines. Right. And then it's like, now you have to watch actual people acting on a screen without any <laughs> without any cutouts and that was yeah. my other criticism. All the animals are CGI in this. And I was like, that's dumb. I've this heard... is really dumb. Why are they all CGI? That was I've heard the CGI was pretty bad. It wasn't bad, but it was very blatant, like this is a fake animal right here. <laughs> yeah, if you want to make I mean the jungle stuff, I guess you it's fair to make some of it CGI, but maybe like for I don't know, what do they have? A tiger or something? Yeah, like maybe for could, a tiger, get a somewhat real You couldn't tiger? put a real one oh I think it's a leopard. You couldn't put a real leopard for just some of the shots in there. Mm-hmm. You couldn't get a real monkey. All I mean, everything was CGI. Yeah. That was that's kind of a bummer. Takes you out of it sometimes. It does. It did. It was. They were so shiny that it, it mm-hmm. distracted from it. But yeah, that was. I mean, geez, stuff from a distance was even fake. Yeah, like you couldn't shoot an Amazon shot and have some birds flying and just right. make it I work. I mean, they were in Hawaii and they did do some like shot jungle shots in Hawaii, yeah. but you couldn't do more. Like, well, I mean, there were so many like snake on a branch that was fake. Yeah. You can't put a snake on a branch. Or like a rubber snake and be like, ooh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the sort of sound a snake makes. Ooh. Something. Something. <laughs> yeah, good, that was my other a ghost criticism. Snake. It was it was just so fake and shiny oh. and other stuff. And little kids aren't gonna notice. But right. it's just the stuff that makes us not want to watch it again. Yeah. Yeah. And it and it even subconsciously, I guess it's possible that that could cause a kid to also not want to watch it again. I, I don't know. Maybe, no, they maybe live, not. They, they live, live in that it, world. It's possible. They yeah. live in that world. It doesn't even phase them. Sure. I watched a blurry space jam. At the, my son still loves it. Well, that's a good point. That's fair. <laughs> they, they don't care. I tried to give kids some credit, but maybe find the right line, Kyle. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's another hot take. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of takes that we don't want to be hot, who's going to walk through this um, vaccine okay. card thing in New York City? We're gonna we're gonna mention this and then we're moving on. We're moving on. <laughs> I have no interest in talking I'm about. I'm gonna put it anymore. in the context of yeah. this. This is what's happening. You know, we have big markets 
um, our industry is made up of like New York and LA and the top 25 markets. Yeah. And in these markets, there are just a lot of people, a lot of executives. And the narrative is that the Delta variant is rising and causing issues. And, and in, especially in places like LA, it is rising. Yep. It is causing issues. And that's where all the studio executives are and theater uh, chain executives. And so you're getting this like cautious, like narrative out there in the media that, you know, we, we got to do something and we can't really mask mandate. And so, yes, they're, they are going in some places going to require proof of vaccination and it's a liability issue in these spots. And this is what these companies feel is the best way to um, limit liability and in case somebody gets transmitted the virus in in their establishment now that's never happened you know we've been in this thing uh, over a year now and no transmissions have ever happened in a movie theater but is this going to be like the new the next new thing the next mass mask mandate i don't think so i i think that a lot of independent theaters are found in rural areas the Delta variant is getting bad in rural areas, but I think rural areas are the least likely to require something like this. So I don't think it'll ever come from the studios. The studios are never going to be like, you can't get our print unless you require vaccine proof of vaccinations, just like they never made people do masks. So I don't think you ever have to worry about it coming from the studio side. Um, whether it comes locally, I think we're just looking at big places like New York and LA. I don't, I really don't think that this is going to become widespread, but all it does is adds to that national narrative and the perception that the variant is, is causing issues. And what we hope is that it doesn't lead to studios pulling back prints of stuff or movie movies off the release schedule. And that's what we're hoping for. So you're going to probably hear more about blurbs like New York and L.A. may go to this. I don't think you're going to hear about it across the country. And I just hope that it gets downplayed enough that we don't get into this vicious cycle that the Delta variant is is causing people not to go to the movie theater. Because the reality is is that people went and they're they're going even with the delta variant they they turned out for jungle cruise they just didn't turn out for suicide squad because suicide squad was a bad movie so <laughs> we get a good movie maybe free guy and we'll get people turned out again because there are a lot of vaccinated people that want to live their life and yeah. and we and we think you know that that just vaccine passports are going to turn people away well there's still a lot of people that are vaccinated so I feel like that gets f forgotten or swept under the rug and we're just all surrounded by unvaccinated people that is are dying from the Delta variant. And that's just, I don't think the reality anywhere is happening. Yeah. Last week I was thinking that the numbers for Suicide Squad would be what determines the next move for studios in terms of how to handle the Delta variant. Mm -hmm. And I was kind of surprised to see that there wasn't much or just about anything that didn't change after that opening. Yeah. So now I'm thinking. Because it was bad and everything's <laughs> on my page. I'm, I'm just more thinking like at this point, they're just going to stick to their guns and release what they can release and see how it goes. I think they're cautious. I think they are too mm -hmm. because they're in their, like you were saying, in like the LA's and the New York's where mm -hmm. it is being hit the hardest. But in the grand scheme of things, I think you're right that like the rural areas, while it will be affected it just won't be 
I guess the best way to say it is noticeable. Yeah. And so we may still see, you know, the lower opening numbers, the drop-offs, but I think at this point, that's just the way it is, even with this new variant. Well, and we're also heading into September, you know, end of August, September, kids are going back to school. We don't know what's going to happen with schools and masking and closures there. That will play a lot into the national narrative of where we're at with stuff. Um, And we're just hitting into a bad time for movie going anyways. So there is going to be a drop off. We historically have always dropped off at this time of year. And I don't see this year being an exception. Mm Mm-hmm. So we do have a theater exclusive title with Free Guy this weekend and that, you know, it's not on Disney Plus. So that's going to be a big indicator for Disney on how well this film does. Um, they're also doing that with Sean Chi at Labor Day weekend right. and Labor Day weekend. People don't really go. So I'm a, I'm a little worried that Until they're now <laughs> yeah, that they're gearing up Sean Chi to not perform and then they're going to use it as a well it didn't perform but labor day weekend is historically not a good performance weekend anyway so we'll just have to really watch that one keep that one in mind for sure on that but but then we'll go into you know september and there's not a lot of great product there's some there's a couple good films like cry macho i'm really looking forward to Mm -hmm. i think that for our areas we have venom and evan hansen at the end of the month yeah yeah that's true too but i think End of September into October, that'll really, that's, if that holds up, I, I think that'll we really We keep talking us. about that. We've got like 10 A titles oh in, in four weeks. <laughs> We've got so many. It's so, yeah. it, it looks so good. But yeah, now that we're done with the vaccines, can we talk yeah. about the big, 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 big movie news from this week? Other <laughs> than the trailers for Cry Macho and of course we can. Journal for Jordan. Yeah. What? What was the big news? The cast for John Wick 4 is oh, getting God. even better. Better how? better how you have keanu reeves ian mcshane lance reddick and now clancy brown (laughs) yes i am so excited for this yeah i i am as well like these movies are already awesome and they just know how to i don't know they know how to take like the best actors that you know you've seen them before but don't know where and they just make magic it's it's an awesome franchise and they sprinkle in i don't know if i've seen a John Wick outside the first one. Yeah. You should, because they're should. awesome. The th- Ken, I, what are you doing? <laughs> I recently rewatched the third one, and they start the first fight scene in that is with Boban, who plays in the NBA. Yeah, he's like seven six. <laughs> he's fighting Keanu Reeves, and he's only in it for a few minutes before the fight ends. But before Keanu kills him, of course, he kills everyone. Yeah, he's Baba Yaga. <laughs> Can't be defeated. But they they find they sprinkle in looking at the cast and they sprinkle in these characters that are great martial artists and fighters that are going to make things interesting. Yeah. And then it goes back to the parlor with Ian McShane, yeah. like <laughs> the, the old cultured voice, and then Lawrence Fishburne, and then it's like amazing fight scene, and then Lance Reddick takes in the dog with his crazy deep voice. Right. <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's perfect. <laughs> Just the perfect franchise. Yeah. It it really is. Like I can't believe. Like the first movie, no one thought this movie was going to do anything. And now it's just one of the best action franchises right now. And yeah. it's it's awesome seeing an actor like Clancy Brown get to have like cool roles such as like this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Getting the opportunity. I don't know if it was the, the Dexter thing. Not that I care about Dexter being on streaming, but seeing him in it is, you know, almost reason enough for me to pay for right. showtime. 
I forgot he was going to be in that. Oh, I know. That's pulling at my heartstrings. Yeah. <sighs> Almost makes me want to cry. Macho. <laughs> macho. And on that transition. Yeah. So they, so Warner Brothers released the Cry Macho trailer. Cry Macho is from uh, Clint Eastwood. Yeah, directed by Clint Eastwood. Starring be- Clint Eastwood. Yeah. I believe it's based off a book he wrote, too, like many years ago. Mm. Authored by Clint Eastwood. Obituary by Clint Eastwood. <laughs> <laughs> Do you Not think yet, he man. speaks at his own funeral? <laughs> like he's on the video like screen. Like he's pre-recorded yeah. something already. I was thinking he's sitting in the co- or he's standing at the mic and then he goes, "Okay, now I'm dead." And then he just hops into the coffin. <laughs> That's how I imagine it personally, but Clint Eastwood was old when I was growing up. Yeah. Not like old, but he was past his like action prime. Yeah. <laughs> and even still, he got literally a second career by directing I guess grittier action movies than what he's, you know, so, acted in before. So his, crazy. the stuff that he just directs does okay. When you say directed by Clint Eastwood, Richard it, Jewell and Invictus yeah. and it, they're, they're just okay. The other one? The but I think when he is actually stars in it, the mule he started. Yeah. And that did he not direct it? He directed no, it too. But, but I'm it, saying, what I'm saying when is in, when screen. he's on screen, oh, the film does so much more. Oh, and, okay. And My he bad. is really like, one of the only men I think that can really speak to that transition in a man's life of what it means, what macho means and what, um, you know, that masculinity is. And I like how he's speaking about this without it becoming some toxic political conversation. Like he really is getting at the heart and soul of what it means to transition in your life, especially for a man, um, being young and then, and then growing older. Yeah. So yeah. I, and Gran Torino so was good. this movie like pre, pre 2019. Yeah. <laughs> like Gran Torino was like that. I'm a tough guy, but I'm going to start taking care of people. Right. <laughs> I guess that's kind of been the theme of his yeah. movies that he's kind of mm-hmm. acted and directed in lately. Like he, he still is like that grizzled cowboy, but it's one that is, softer. I guess kind of softer or like not preaching, but showcasing like the mistakes more maybe more introspective yeah that's a good way to describe it but again this one casting bitchin it looks so (laughs) good dwight yoakam i mean i'll I'll watch anything he's in and that's saying something from a guy who's been in like 10 movies right i'll watch anything he's in the crank movies that he's in are ridiculous he was in logan lucky which i love oh that movie is great i love that movie but him in it i love yeah we don't have an escape problem here at Monroeville. <laughs> I should really watch that again. That movie is yeah. just awesome. And and Crank, I could watch just for his scenes where he's like the crazy, like drug addicted doctor. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> With naked assistants doing surgeries. <laughs> well, I mean, this movie is nothing like Crank, but no. it well, will appeal to the oh, Clint Eastwood crowd, which might be it, bigger than the country western looks, crowd. It looks like the best thing coming out in September right now to me yeah. is this you is keep this saying film. that but we have evan hansen which I, is i'm made not so, counting the end of the you're not counting the movies that come out the next weekend no because <laughs> no, they're like 9 24 they're coming out the very last weekend of the month and that's practically october <laughs> i think cry macho looks better than dear evan hansen does it look better than uh, venom no but i i think venom looks really <laughs> uh, I, would, that's, I think there's an argument to be i think there, first, but... maybe for a certain demographic it is definitely better than and, <laughs> and, and let's and let's be honest if we're thinking about like what could potentially have 
awards consideration or legs like um, or legs last longer than three weeks it it could be that i'm just thinking for western rural western ex- exhibitors this yeah. is going to be this is going to be really good that's what we need yeah yeah and no, it's it and be. it targets an older demographic that is not going to look for this stuff on streaming they won't yep. have streaming platforms they will go to the theater for this mm-hmm. and that that to me is just adding check mark check mark check mark on it so <laughs> And then as a uh, a father, they released the trailer for Journal for Jordan. Oh, I knew. Just when you read the synopsis, back, you know, when we had been talking to Sony about this film earlier, and they talked about their their Christmas release, and just the synopsis gets you teary. I can't, adding the visual element and, of it. Is, and we'll watch anything Michael B. Jordan's in, because yeah. he's such a good actor. He is Except really for good. the... Whatever Tom Clancy movie <laughs> yeah. that was on Amazon. Oh, I didn't he was in a Tom nope. Clancy movie. He played Came the year, Harrison yeah. Ford character. Uh, Ghost. It wasn't Ghost Protocol. Yeah. What the hell is it called? Without Remorse. Without Remorse. There I we know go. what oh, it was. Yeah. Uh, it is in the back burner because it went streaming only. It should have been a movie. Yeah. A, theater, a movie real, theater movie. A real. No, it's a real movie. Yeah. <laughs> but we'll watch anything he's in, and yeah. this is like the first like emotional drama drama, drama romance without, feel good movie yeah he's done i think yeah you know well, so camp. he plays a soldier he falls in love and the movie really chronicles his you know relationship with his with his wife and they have a baby and he journals um to his son about what i'm sure what it's like to be a man and how to fall in love and you know all of that and then i, I you know that he doesn't survive the war so this is this journal is all this baby's ever gonna have right oh so you sad. okay she's yeah. tearing up thinking about it so Terrible. if you want a, a tearjerker on christmas yeah no uh, it's, it's probably right the right time for that type of movie at though. least it's not cats that's what i'm saying oh god <laughs> i mean there you go it's not cats <laughs> hey that's that's a better selling point for any movie that's coming out at yeah. christmas it could be sing too it's not cats cry macho <laughs> it's not cats <laughs> Yeah, Universal's got to be so happy they have seen two this year. <laughs> Versus trying to sell those cats. Oh my god, that don't was have such to, a nightmare. Don't have to deal with that ever again. Ugh. Well, and they treated it like it was Les Mis. They did. <laughs> like, they treated yeah, in the awards like it was no, Greatest Showman, and they no, they tried the way they came to the us. The way they came to us, what they said about it, their expectations for it, it was the next Les Mis, and if we didn't support them. We weren't going to get their other stuff it was, down the road. It, it was like wow. that crazy. Yeah. And we did. We we gave them spots because we had, <laughs> you know, we were really forced into it. And it was such a dud. And then they were so upset when we would come off after like two weeks. Oh, no. It'll be better the second week. <laughs> oh, my God. It'll, be, it'll, it'll find its groove. It'll no. find no, it'll never find that's not That's not how movies work. Yeah. <laughs> if it doesn't do well the first week, it's not doing anything. Oh, and then it was like, why aren't you playing it off in your other locations? I'm not bringing this the, turd of a movie in the anywhere. Re- <laughs> the reviews are were so bad and so vicious. There was nothing you could do with it. No. After that initial... That initial bump at Christmas for just because people were forced to go to the theater yeah. <laughs> to get away from their families. Yeah. And now they reconsidered that choice <laughs> while watching it. Yeah. You know, it's like, um, cats. Wild. <laughs> if you watch the trailer, <laughs> I don't know how you went to it. Yeah. 
don't know either. But anyway, that has nothing to do with the journal for Jordan. It no. looks Absolutely miles better. Does. It's not even from Universal. No, it's from Sony. Sony. Pictures. And it's going to be theater exclusive. So yeah. yeah, I'm seeing some weird like platform release stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it'll pla- they'll Sony will platform it. They'll they'll uh, open it New York and LA. They'll go a little uh, wider at Christmas and then the bulk of the run will be after in January. Uh, I'm not sure what purpose that serves for this type of movie. I mean, it looks good, but I don't see they're it. They're trying to create word of mouth and then they want to get in for Oscar consideration. I guess uh, Denzel Washington is like the director and Michael B. Yeah. Jordan is obviously like one of the best actors right now, but even still it doesn't scream. Well, I haven't seen the movie, but it, it just, just doesn't that time, scream it that just to me. time of year. And yeah. you it know, has- there's a lot coming out at Christmas. I I'm glad they're platforming it because I will probably need it in January more than I need it at Christmas. I've got, that's a good scene point too. We've got the Spider-Man, um, no, oh, No Way Home. No, yeah, No Way Home, the multiverse yeah. Spider-Man. We've got a Matrix 4, you I know. I forgot that's coming out that's still. That's there. Mm-hmm. Um, what else do we... There's one other one I feel like we... Paw Patrol. No, I'm just kidding. Fear <laughs> of Hansen, Venom 2. We gotta um, keep going. No, there was something else that... <clears throat> As oh, also, West Side Story is the week before. Yeah, West Side Story was the week before. That one um, will be interesting to see. American Underdog out. was also the week before. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot of, Which I looks guess, like feel-good stories yeah. or I guess could be crowd-pleasers as well. We've got a lot, but mm-hmm. you can't platform a Michael B. Jordan movie now. He's like one of the 10 biggest Hollywood stars, yeah. leading men, and you're going to platform release this isn't green night that's how get you, it out there get it yeah, on screen that's how you build up buzz i no, guess that's not how you build up buzz that's <laughs> how you lose out on that's what they did with just mercy and it didn't play right that's true and make big money they're like we'll just slow roll this one out yeah yeah you slowed it too much we saw this happen well, once there's, before there's that's a good time comparison. for sony to make it a change on this oh coming out september oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah so close. <laughs> feel, feel good story. Now releasing uh, January first. <laughs> oh, all but, right. Uh, yeah, that's it. That's all that we have for today, right? It is. All yeah. All right. Perfect. And on that note, uh, thank you everyone for listening to this episode of the Off the Break podcast. You can find us on all podcast platforms and over at SilverScreenInsider.com, where if you're a theater owner needing updated and accurate film information for the upcoming releases and uh, social media assets to promote those movies, check out our website. All right, everybody. Big weekend, big grosses. We have three theatrical-only releases. I know. It's been a lot a of variety. Very exciting. And next week, yeah, I'll, even more coming in, and and then it's going to get ugly in September. But that's hey, fine. Hey. Let's just stay positive. I yeah. re- I'm really excited for Free Guy this weekend. I am. Kyle, wait to go what is it. your prediction on Free Guy for oh, yeah. opening weekend? Hundred and ten million dollars. <laughs> I, I now there <laughs> the analysts are predicting that it's going to have a slow, a uh, small opening, maybe like nineteen twenty million. I know, range. I saw that, which is crazy, right? I think so. Hundred and ten um, million. Now, okay, there's a couple <laughs> things. Ryan Reynolds, while he has a massive social media following, it's. D- pales in comparison to the rocks a rock the rock accounted for most social media traffic on jungle cruise just his platforms alone yeah, so you pay money for that yeah and so and he's very good about get about promoting on his platforms so that i think directed a lot of interest in jungle cruise i don't know if we're getting that same amount with ryan reynolds i'm we, not saying he's a slouch though so he plays it but, just as well as the rock does 
I'm I'm wondering if the video game aspect is going to put off some older demographic, so it's not an all audience film as much as Jungle Cruise. So I, sure. I think twenty million is right where we're gonna be at. Hmm. Okay, but if it gets to thirty, I'm not gonna be upset. Like well, I no, would love I'll to be... see it be a thirty million dollar opening. I'm gonna say forty five million this weekend. <laughs> Really, you're gonna go out a, on a limb yeah. and say, for, no, "Is this I making think, fun of me?" Or no, no, is I think serious? I think yes. Ryan Reynolds, the video games, young people make trends. Young people make yeah. things cool and popular, and that's who this movie is made for. This isn't made for people over forty, and the younger people are the ones that are going out. It's not older crowds that are generally going out, and they're the ones that like Deadpool too. Damn that's right. Okay. 45. I mean, I'm, gonna, I, I'm not. I'm gonna as someone say, who said 60 million for the Suicide Squad, I'm not agreeing yeah. to the 45 thing. <laughs> he's he's taking it all the way to 100. I like the optimism, though. Let's. Let, hey, 200 million. <laughs> yeah. That's right. That's right. I'm going to go 25. You help me, I help you. 4,500 million I'm gonna, billion dollars. I'm going to split the difference. I'm going to say it's more than the analysts are saying, but I don't know if it'll be a 30. Cody's going with a hot 25. Hot 25. What are you going to go with, Kyle? I'm going to temper those expectations. and I'll, I'll say 23. Okay. I'll say 23. They have, they have no faith in you, theater owners, <laughs> that you're going to put it out there and make this happen. Make it happen for us. Yeah. Love to see it. <laughs> what, what are we going to do if it doesn't make 45 million? Then we so, celebrate. I feel like we need to put something on the table here. First comment on the podcast post is what I will do. PG-13 rated. Okay. But let's do this. <laughs> PG-13 rated, but uh, we'll do it here on the podcast next week. Oh, gosh. Tell me anything you wanted me to do. Yeah. Get, it'll hold us accountable and get us better at our predictions. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, if you want to, I'll watch. Don't the... make it too crazy, though, because then we'll always underpredict so that. I'll watch it. Two million. One I'll watch million. a Jimmy Stewart movie. <gasps> oh, <laughs> don't do it, Ken. It's not worth Just it. Just make sure to turn up the volume loud so Cody can hear that voice. <laughs> oh, you better listen to that on earbuds. <laughs> All right, everybody. Have a big weekend. Bye. Bye. Bye.